0: Summer, summer, summer. Welcome, Rankensteins to Yo, That's Rank, the interactive podcast where we rank and rate from lame to great all the things that really matter in this world. This week, for our closing episode of Season 1, we are taking your Rankenstein hotline stories of summer memories. Yo, 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 yo. Yo, 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 yo. Yo, 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 yo. Yo, that's right. Yo, 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 yo. Yo, 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 yo. Yo, 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 yo. Yo, that's Now, unlike my intro to the books episode, which was just the word books over and over again, that was just the word summer over and over again, but I was trying to do something. Did you pick it up?
1: Yeah, it's the best scene of it's the best. No, 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 nah. fabulous is the best scene of high school, too. But when they're just counting down summer, summer, tick, tick, summer, tick, tick, summer, summer, tick, summer. Tick. that's what I used for most of the promotion of this week. I love that scene and I'm just glad we get to use it.
0: So I said in the episode, and it is true, this is our last episode of season one, Kaylin. How do you feel?
1: Here's how I feel like we've... Okay, what year did Titanic come out? Because since then, we've been mirroring Kate. And so if Mayor ended this week, we were like, well, we need a time to end season one. Mare is teaching us it's this week. We had to do it.
0: And I didn't even remember this, but we started the beginning of September 2020. Yeah. And it makes complete sense to end now and take a summer vacation. I saw like some other podcasts that had like season one, season two. And I was like, um, Ooh, wouldn't
1: that I, nice? I want
0: to sound cool like that. Yeah. But realistically, Kayla and I were like, it's time for a little break. We have some things in our lives now. We didn't used to because we started this in quarantine. Yeah, It's
1: very rude. There
0: was nothing going on. And now like we each have like two things and it's just overwhelming right
1: way too much
0: so we are taking summer off but if you still want weekly content and you are not already a patreon member if you go to patreon.com slash yo you can sign up for four dollars a month that's less than a dollar an episode because we will still be putting weekly content up on our patreon channel you get to vote on what the episode is going to be about we do a pop culture rolly kit where we like tell you what is good in the media and what you should be watching or shouldn't be watching and reading because we are book smart. We're
1: very, very We're smart. We're book
0: fluencers. Yeah. And so there's lots of goodies. There's also already like 30 episodes on Patreon. So there's a back catalog that you can go listen to. Some of my favorite episodes are on Patreon. Definitely, We're in- a little
1: looser. We're a little loosey goosey over at the CK Lounge. Justin Beachy, our marketing um, professional, wrote a write-up on being a Dr. Rankenstein and Patreon and everything that we shared on our Facebook. And he says the same. Like, he laughs the most at the CK Lounge. We're just all comfy cozy over there.
0: You shared a story on the worst U.S. Travel Destinations episode that mm-hmm. had him and I rolling. I had never heard this story before. So funny. We have our Harry Potter Hot or Not episode. Just one of my favorites. And the sequel to that episode is coming this week. Yes. Pokemon hot or not. Nobody
1: understands it and it's like no we don't either and we didn't when we did Harry Potter hot or not either but when you were (laughs) listening like you kind of get it so to those saying like I don't get what Pokemon hot or not well, of course you don't. And neither right. do we. Like, we'll see it when it comes, I guess. Just get with us.
0: So we definitely want to see you over on Patreon. We're going to have fun throughout the summer. And every once in a while, we'll probably release either a Patreon episode here on the main channel or we'll do a little something for you guys. A little something, Ooh, something. Some
1: content, guys. Like, we're going to keep being content creators, don't you worry.
0: Content queens. Mm-hmm. Um, but before we go into, like, the bulk of this episode, because we are talking about summer stories, we love love doing Rankenstein hotline episodes because people get to write in and we have funny stories from our lives, but sometimes yes. people give us things that are beyond what we have lived through, including the story that will be at the end of this episode from Miss Jewel Copa. There is no story like this one. I'm so excited to share it, but we got to do a little vibe check just yeah. on summer break in general. Also vibe check on like I'm sick. You might be able to tell.
1: Brian's going to have a heck of a time editing because he's, st- first of all, I'm recording from my bed and so like the <laughs> sounds that he usually hears on the desk or whatever, this time it's a an ironing board that's holding up my microphone and laptop, so good, if there's like creaking or I don't know what's going to happen.
0: This week, I'm leaning so as far about. away from the mic every time I have to sniffle, which is about every three seconds, I'm like he's doing a complete furious. back bend trying to get uh-huh. away from this microphone. He's got so. a
1: seltzer to keep himself like really ready to talk. I don't know, guys. Things are gonna get a little crazy with our. That's our current daily vibe check. Like I'm recording, like I'm bedridden, and you are recording. <laughs> I should in the midst be bedridden of some sort of cold, not COVID, guys. He's vaxxed. no,
0: guys.
1: He's, he's vaxxed, but. He something is happening where he's something, coughing things up.
0: Something's very wrong. It's been about <laughs> six days and I'm still coughing up solids. So something you know.
1: I mean it might be worse than had he just gotten it, but something something's off for sure. So we'll see what happens. But
0: tonight. let's like shake those vibes and let's just go to summer Vibes, Kaylin. Now yes. I'm gonna just say one thing: you become a different person in the summer. Not like just your personality, but like oh,
1: I was gonna say, my mentality. No, my physicality. Your that's
0: physicality. Mm-hmm. You yes can go from being paper white in the winter. Okay, well. into <laughs> into. <laughs> A bronzed summer bronzed. goddess.
1: I really hate myself from about November to <laughs> April is when I just like do not vibe with myself. There is a picture. My first Messiah ID picture. Right. That's the one I was
0: thinking when I said paperweight.
1: It's clear. You're translucent. You can you're see translucent. And what's crazy is that if that's just a person's normal shade, that's like not that spooky to them. Right now, that one was taken for sure. Oh no, you could like upload yours. I didn't have to take it the first day. I remember what happened. I went for a multicultural day in January where yep. I met Patty Abdul Malik, and that's when I took that picture. Right in the middle of the hating season, I looked clear. I looked very, very white. Now, just about now, when it's like deck. Labra pool season, something changes. I'm feeling myself. And I would say internally, too. I get into a much better space in the summer.
0: I always say that, like, every job, everything that's out there should take summer off. Like, guys, teachers make sense. Like, why don't we... All just take summers off. I could not go to some restaurants for the summer so that they could have it off. Like, take we could off. stop church for the summer, right? And yeah, so Cut that it. I have We just did a off.
1: whole year off. Surely we could shorten <laughs> that into a few months. So, as we record today, it's so perfect, such perfect timing, because today is graduation for the school that I work for. So, yep. today is the last day of school for McKees Ford High School. And today and this whole week, since last week really, has just been a reminder of like my glory days of summertime, which is like junior, senior summer, after your junior year, after your senior year. You have a car?
0: You've got a car.
1: You've got a job that like maybe you start a shift at like one. Maybe you start a shift in the morning in your home by one, but you're definitely not working all day. That's crazy. So for about a week, I've been watching my students do things like prom. Last night, we had a graduation procession, like a parade where they got in their cars and decorated it and drove it all around the town. And just to watch them then after be like, where are we going after this? Like, whose pool is open? Like, can we go get Dairy Queen? Woo! Was yes. I jealous? The answer I was like, is yes. No, you can yeah, get just tell Terry me like, whose house we're, we are going to. We do this thing called the Tiger Walk, which is where all the students get in their caps and gowns and they walk the halls of the elementary and middle schools yes. so that the teachers can see them and stuff. Yep, we do that here Don't too. Don't you know, I walked right next to <gasps> one of the students because I just wanted to, you know, we need chaperones in the line. <laughs> and so the teachers were saying, like, congrats. I said, thank you. Yeah, like, you did
0: wave. not go to this elementary school. <laughs>
1: I didn't go to the... Fa- they you didn't go to the
0: high school.
1: I said, hello, thank you. I'm just in the summer vibe. That's where I'm at.
0: Yeah, it is just. it was always the best time of life. And nowadays, so many of my students, because I work at a church with the same age students as you. Oh, so many yes. of my students do have jobs where they work like all day long. And I'm like... Guys, guys, what guys, guys, could guys. you possibly need all that money for? Like, I, I had a job since I was 14. I saved yep. my money. I did shifts, but I never worked all day all in the summer. Day. Are you
1: kidding me? You couldn't have. So that's what the, the other thing I was going to say. So I would say both of us would say the glory days of our summer were high school, right? Like, high school summers Obviously. are on. Un- like anything. You are sleeping until whenever. You are watching shows that the TV had to offer cuz we don't have streaming. So, did I watch CSI New York like every day of the <laughs> Yeah, what else was I supposed did to? Did I do?
0: watch Judge Judy every single day? Yeah.
1: Sure, I can't not. But we also had summer jobs. What was your typical, what was your most, like, summer job? Which one did you have the most?
0: Well, I worked at the Chinese restaurant for a bunch of years, and so I continued to work through the summer. But my best summer job was when I was the cow at Chick-fil-A. Obviously. And not like, I've told this before, but I wasn't anything else. Not like I got a job at Chick-fil-A and was like, oh, I'll do the cow every once in a while. I was hired Solely to be the cow at birthday parties, parades, picnics, and street things. corner.
1: Did you stand oh. up and wave them in?
0: I waved them in on the Guys, street. That was the best job because I was Spinning just like dancing, sign. woohoo! Yeah. It was now, the best summer job. How
1: often for sure. were you doing that? At, like day, like how many days a week were you? The you know,
0: cow? not often. So here's what was amazing. <laughs> I got fired essentially from my from my Chinese food job, which was really random. But I basically got fired, and so I was like, "Oh, I do need some sort of job for this last summer." This was after my senior year, and yeah. I knew the owner of the local Chick fil A, and he said, "Well, we do need a cow." And at, back then, it paid like ten fifty an hour, which was like unheard of like that was so much back then correct and I was like well sure I'll come and so it was like once a week maybe I came in for a birthday party or stood on the street It was the best gig. Did I make a lot of money? No, but I got food every single time I worked.
1: You got that cool wrap that you would have whenever you wanted a little break. Now, something that's a trend that's happening right now amongst my students, most of my students, a lot of my students work at Kennywood in the summer, which is like our theme park. It's very close to the district. That I work in and it's open, it's seasonal work that's just open for the summer basically through like Halloween for Fright Nights and they will get those jobs. However, something that I heard the other day that stopped me, I might have shared this on this, but I don't think I did. It made me feel older than almost anything has in a long time. (laughs) A student was talking about doing his interviews at various places and he was trying to interview at Giant Eagle and Kennywood, he didn't want to go back to Kennywood basically, he's done that his whole senior, like his whole high school career, he wanted something different for this summer. I said, why don't you work at there's a Home Depot that pays like an exorbitant. I think they're paying like $14 an hour this summer or something for kids that are over 18 Get to work. It. I said, why don't you work there? His response seriously was, "No, I watched the review on that job and it on YouTube and it's not good." <laughs> <laughs> I said, "What?" And he said, no, like you watch the review of other high schoolers that have that job and they tell you. I said, what could possibly be the problem outside of like, I don't want to be here because I'm 18. Right. And I don't want to be looking up lumber. Well, neither did I. And neither do, no no one wants to do their summer job in high school, but you have to do it. Nope. There's a whole thing now where students review days on a job at like Dunkin' Donuts or whatever and tell you if you should apply there or not. The audacity. The,
0: I mean, just go. Do, we sound like old curmudgeons. We're like, just, just do it. Go do earn it. Earn your Just paycheck. do
1: it. Exactly. It blew my mind. But I mean, they're getting the jobs they want. So good for them.
0: So, one big category of our summer stories could be summer jobs, because that's a big portion of what people would do in the summers. But we also have a bunch of other categories. We're gonna get into our Rankenstein stories, and Kayla and I will pepper in some of our own stories as we go too. So we're gonna talk about stories of the end of school, like last day of school. Yep. We're gonna talk summer vacation stories. We're gonna we have a category called summer lovin'. Ooh. Ooh. And then we're gonna close out with our camp corner because obviously there's plenty of stories from Summer camp and end with Jules' story. So,
1: everybody that gave us stories this week, you guys are the Rankensteins of the week because you submitted, you wanted us to share your stories on the air, and the hotline is a place for Rankensteins only. So, you are all ranking signs of the week this week
0: so let's start with that moment when the bell would ring i mean in oh movies summer, it's like the biggest summer. bell ever it Notebooks lasts, like... <laughs> are
1: throwing your backpacks are thrown to the side you can't believe it
0: you burst out of the front door of the school run Woo! down the steps that's how it always yes. looked. so the end the, the last day of school we have a story written in from olivia mingori mingora mingori. or <laughs> <laughs> mingori or at Oh amazing 10.
1: Oh amazing 10. That's a great handle.
0: She says, when my sisters and I were young, probably elementary school age, it was the last day of school and my mom said we were going to have breakfast for dinner, something that was already Ooh. special, obviously. Yes. She started making waffles and put them on the table when they were done. We all sat down and she brought out a giant tub of ice cream and said we're actually having waffles and ice cream for <gasps> dinner. We were in shock. There were sprinkles, chocolate syrup, cherries, powdered sugar, everything. It was such a fun way to kick off the last cook off the summer and became a last day of school tradition that we continued into our high school years.
1: Whoa. Now, here's the thing. I'm 31. You are knock, knock, knocking on the glass of 31. And I would want that for dinner tonight.
0: I literally wrote back like I might take this. Like I the last day of school is in a couple days for my students and I might make myself <laughs> waffles and ice cream. Not
1: for them. Like you're not going to have it be an event for them. Who no, knows? They no. need to be with their family on that day. Right. <laughs> if you their family
0: want... chooses to celebrate with waffles and ice cream Correct. then that's good for them, but for I can't me and provide my
1: house, it. Right. <laughs> we will be having Ooh, you already do this, don't you? Like some version of this as a snack. You do eggos with ice cream in between.
0: Oh, yes. Yes, Guys, yes. PSA. Guys, the hack of egos is you put two egos down and then you just put something in between it and make Anything. it a sandwich. Peanut butter, Peanut and, butter jelly. and jelly. Peanut butter and jelly. Or, you know, just butter and then you sandwich Cody's them together. Been- <laughs> I've been eating a lot of butter lately. A lot of butter. Really? The sourdough bread trend was not kind to me because it just made me want butter. I have Minus a confession. the work.
1: So you would just eat
0: the other day. Eggo now. Well, the other day, this is really bad. Should I say this on air? I, I got my honey oh, honey pretzel twists, uh-huh, uh-huh. and I had pasta, and I dip, had no you? bread, and I was like, oh, okay, pretzels are kind of bread, and then I just dipped them in butter. Because wait, wait,
1: okay, start over. Hold on. I had you got p-pasta. your pasta from where? What are you talking about? You oh, I had pasta.
0: pasta. I made some pasta, but I had no bread and in the And you house. wanted
1: bread as a side.
0: Yeah, like, you know, like okay. a little garlic bread or yeah, something. Yeah, sure.
1: So instead of saying, like, "Oh, I don't have that, so there's just no bread. I said I have pretzels,
0: which are basically bread.
1: Pasta and pretzels. Pasta and honey braid twist pretzels. Is that what Dipped I'm
0: hearing? in butter.
1: Guys. Okay, and so.
0: It's summer life, so we could do whatever we want.
1: It's almost it's it's something that will be remembered and maybe should graduate you should graduate next to ego waffles.
0: Yeah, definitely.
1: Okay. I have a story next for the end of school. This is just a quick one like we said I work in a school. This is like if I had to say like most um you know your bo- how your body feels when something embarrassing happens. Yeah, a flush, rush, like, uh, tingles. Yeah. Yes. That one of the times that I felt that the most, but it was praise be with no witnesses that I know of. This is still a mystery that's going on that there could have been witnesses. so, I think it was three years ago at this point. It was the last day of school. I was so excited to be done leaving the school. It's like I'm acting like a 17 year old leaving. I'm grabbing a notebook from the supply closet and just throwing it, anyways, just to be part of the fun. I went out to the parking lot. There's exactly, at that point, there was exactly one other like teacher under 50 in the building at the high school. It's this guy. And he teaches a class called like food. And he's the soccer coach. So he's an elusive character for sure. I've never been friendly with this person. But I know him. I like wave in the hall maybe. Okay, I had my old car, which was Brian's parents' old car, which was a Mercury... Mariner, I think it was called and it was like a black SUV a big black SUV the point of that is it's a it's an uncommon car that's like a car that I did not see many of when I was driving I never saw another one like in a parking lot I was never ever seeing a double of that car it's like a it was like a 2013 black Mercury Mariner you don't see him often I walked out spinning my keys. I'm thrilled. I'm in a last day of school <laughs> dress. I could not be happier. I go straight to the teacher's lot. I get in my car. I sit in the car and the key's like not working. And I was like, that's so weird. And I turn around and it's fi- the car is filled <laughs> with
0: soccer balls. Soccer balls?
1: Soccer balls. So I said like, "Uh." At first, I was like, prank? And then I was like, no, this just isn't my car. Like, I'm in my car. My bag is on the passenger. I threw my bag to the passenger. I throw stuff in the back onto the vault. I turn it off. No, it won't. So what had happened was... Mr. Pam just left his car unlocked I got in it of course and was sitting in the Mercury Mariner because he drove his wife's car I found out that day that was a Mercury Mariner so I jump out I'm terrified I'm mortified and I run to my car mysteries that are still unsolved with that did Mr. Pam see it like could he have seen that from a window and seen me getting into his wife's car inexplicably Maybe. Second mystery. What if I left something when I threw it in the back seat? How was that ever explained to his wife? Like, what was in this car? I don't know. The thought that I got into... Why was his car unlocked? Third, it doesn't feel like my fault. It shouldn't have been locked. However, I got into my own Mariner and drove off to enjoy the rest of the summer. And he's never acted weird in the hall. So I'm thinking maybe he didn't even see it. I think
0: question four is, did you say Mr. Pam?
1: Um. Yeah. So his B-A-M. full name. I'm I love trying to that. Think, like no one would ever. Mr. Pam Backus is his last name.
0: We'll just go but with Pam. Nobody
1: calls there. The, the, the liberties the students take with P. There is a gym <laughs> teacher. A gym teacher named Mr. Pressel. P. R. E. S. S. E. L. People call him pretzel and just I like pretz like and they think they're not joking like they're like Mr. Pretzel. I'm like that's not it just because that's another word you've heard. So Mr. Pam sorry for getting in your car. This but is why the you don't the end of the year. this is
0: why you don't hang out with people of your own age at work. No no that could be no. misconstrued you know. And
1: I couldn't I could I was sitting in his car hands on the wheel ready to drive. <laughs> that was horrible.
0: Oh my gosh. So we love when school finally lets out and we get to go celebrate. And then what happens in summer, you get to go on a couple of vacations. Now, we did talk a good bit about our vacations, how we used to road trip growing up in our uh, Patreon episode about the worst US travel destinations. So we shared a lot of our vacation stories there. But I got a great one this week from none other than Mr. Pam, JK, (laughs) Pam Sherry. Brock, who we know, my mom, she is the best ever. She was really big into Yoda's rank when it first came out. And yeah. now she still listens faithfully to both episodes faithfully. a week. She is one of our most faithful listeners, but she says every week she forgets to rank. Every oh, single week. She's like, I tried. It's too hard. It's too stressful. And she then I forgot. She does forget to
1: correct. Oh. She'll never forget to correct.
0: Mother's knows best. <laughs> but... She did send a story this week. She finally remembered. And she spent some time talking with my dad to make sure they got the story right. And she sent me an audio message that started with, it was the summer of 79. (gasps) That is how I was like, oh, okay, Brock. I am in. Back in the
1: summer of 79.
0: (laughs) So essentially, my mom and dad, right after, I think a year after they were married, they were like 23 or 24 years old. They went on a road trip because they had time before their jobs were starting. They mm-hmm. had eleven days, and so they got into their Volkswagen Rabbit, is what my mom what said. Is
1: it? What is that?
0: Never have I ever I heard of it up. Mm-hmm. seen it. I pictured no. a like I pictured a rabbit, <laughs> like them like, cl- <laughs> like them climbing into a car shaped like a rabbit. But she said, okay. They got into their Volkswagen Rabbit. It's a diesel car, apparently. And oh. they just started driving and they drove in 11 days. They drove 6,500 miles.
1: Now, this is the numbers like that are something I'm really bad at. Like that could I, that could be like how many miles it is from my house to your house in my brain. But it seems like a lot. Of well,
0: then let me tell you, the equivalent Please. is if they if you drove 25 miles per hour for 11 days straight, uh-huh. that is how far they drove.
1: With no stops, with no brakes. That's what that's what they did. But of course they weren't just driving twenty five miles. Per right. Hour. So no, right, they right, right.
0: stopped at a bunch of different places. They went to a bunch oh of national parks. Gosh. The main takeaways from this story one are that my parents are Cooler than I am. And now that they're retired, they're doing stuff like this again where they're just like showing me up.
1: Maybe they live in Costa Rica sometimes. Maybe Maybe. they, I don't know what they're doing next. Maybe they're rafting down some river in Colorado. I'm not sure. My
0: mom literally texted me yesterday and was just like, hey, on a plane, bye. And I was like, (laughs) where is she going? So they just do whatever they want. So that was the main takeaway. But then they had a couple other fun stories. The one thing was my mom forgot to pack. Any coats because she's like oh we're going to Arizona she knew that was part Hot. of it so mm-hmm. they didn't bring any coats but they went up north into the badlands and in South Dakota and it was freezing cold they had no coats with them my dad said you know anywhere we go to camp they'll have tents to rent so we don't need to buy a tent
1: I don't know <laughs> so, if they do. I'm well I'll sure. tell
0: you in 79 and still they didn't <laughs> so they had to sleep on like a piece of plastic in the badlands no. next to their little rabbit And because they had no tents, Uh she said at one point in New Mexico, they were like near Native American reservation and my dad was fixing a part of the car. So like he couldn't be seen. And my mom was the only one that could be seen. And this like group of like Native American teenagers just came by and were like catcalling. calling my mom like crazy
1: and i I mean she had an
0: afro like she guys
1: like she was i mean think we might have to post a picture of these two actually just to like show you what the road trip was like the biggest grievance that i'm like hearing as we're talking through this is that What's her name? Wasn't like ready to make Nomad Land back in 1979 and followed. Oh, yeah. These Frances
0: McDormand.
1: Around. Yeah. I meant the director. I could remember, of course. Chloe's out. Chloe's out. Yes, yes, yeah. yes.
0: She wasn't ready. But um, uh, just a clarification, like, we don't like catcalling, guys. <laughs> like, that's. We don't no. appreciate that. We don't. But.
1: Vibe. However, Pam, it's part of the story.
0: She can get it. So Pam. they just went all over. They didn't make it all the way to the West Coast, but they went and. Saw the Grand Canyon. She said, like, it was cloudy, so could barely see it. And then we left.
1: Not not a lot of good reviews from the trip. It doesn't sound like. A lot of, like, mishaps. But what a great memory that they had.
0: Yeah. So, I mean, I know a lot of my friends have gone on similar road trips. I have a friend right now who's road tripping all the way to the West Coast and back. And following him on Instagram is just like, oh, I'm so jealous. And especially jealous. Why, jealous.
1: I'm jealous, too. Because currently, at this moment, it's Wednesday, June 2nd. You and I are supposed to be in a van that you bought for this yep. to go across the country. And what were we going to do? Like, what were some of our stops? So well, on the way the there, one,
0: yeah, the one stop was we were going to be at the Badlands on the way back. So when my mom was sharing that, I was like, "Ooh, that one hurts."
1: Now that one's tough.
0: We were making our way out to the Grand Tetons to see your sister run a half marathon, Correct. and on we Saturday. were going to. Really just, like, ease the van into its life. I, I bought this van that you can sleep in. And we were, like, going to just make sure it made it across the country. And we are going to take a drive. And there was going to be a lot of fun stuff. We got uh, campsites at Jenny Lake in the Tetons. And then...
1: Carby Barbie ruined it. The baby... Carby Barbie <laughs> ruined it.
0: Baby Hillegas came along and was like, Hello, knock, knock, I'm here. Knock, like, knock. basically, I'm
1: not actually going to want you to do that. Two That's days
0: after we, like... Bought the van and planned the trip. You signed the check for
1: the van. You were like, yay. And then 48 hours later, I was like, hi, I do have some news. Good and bad. Good. I'm going to have a baby. Bad. Can't use that van for what we thought. So Lauren and Jenna, another Frankenstein, are on their way right now. They just actually, as we are recording, met up in the Denver airport. Um, And then they are going up to Jackson. To Jenna is running a 5K on Friday night. Lauren is running the half marathon on Saturday we are nothing but we were going to be there watching them cheering them on going to parks camping and doing these things so like we were going to be like pretty similar to the summer of 79 like yeah. we were going to really be bringing that vibe and now you went to Myrtle Beach so <laughs> it all worked out yep. like it's all the same it's all fine
0: so rip our road trip but we celebrate rip, brock's rip, rip. brock and dad's road trip <laughs> <laughs> Dad doesn't have a uh, nickname. Okay. All right, let's get into our Summer Lovin' section. Summer Lovin'. Got a a couple stories that are really good in here.
1: Okay, so these stories are oddly similar from two polar opposite humans that have never met, for sure. But it just shows that there's a unifying theme of embarrassment, of crushes, of just, like, looking lame in front of somebody you're trying to impress, okay? So first we have Seltzin who... Same grade as Justin Beachy. Is that true?
0: He's a little bit younger.
1: A little bit younger, but played volleyball. Played volleyball Messiah, at Messiah,
0: right? Messiah. Yep, was friends with all those Messiah volleyballers. That's how I've
1: never met him in person, but you have. You've been in a wedding or two.
0: Oh, with him? love, yeah. You all guys the weddings, all the have- French. We played, <laughs> man. We we go way back.
1: You go way back. So he sent this to us on Instagram, and he says the following um this one is another pretty he sent us two kind of embarrassing ones he said he was in grade five cool he's not from america like he's from the bahamas so he says grade five instead of just fifth grade he's too cool way too cool i shared a birthday with a friend of mine and she always had these big parties I would go and she would pretend like it was my birthday too. So I was 100% leeching on that birthday party life, which was awesome. Anyways, she had a beach party once which was super fun. Most people were up on the beach, but I was in the water probably trying to show off again. But unfor- unfortunately, a pretty big wave hit me hard. Now we all know this feeling. We've like when you been are there. you've lost control of <laughs> the ocean. We the you,
0: we are no match for the sea. That is no. true. <laughs>
1: There is no feeling like being hit by a wave or taken under where for a split second, like you're just like, oh, oh like this I'm, is it.
0: This I'm is the dead. end of my time on earth.
1: I'm dead. He says, however, luckily he stood up, looked out away from the beach where my friends were wondering what had happened. He was discombobulated. He was nervous. He had just beat death basically. <laughs> right after I heard a bunch of laughing behind me and re- turned and be- to turn around. And before I realized it was because... Cody, what do you think? Oh my
0: gosh, his shorts are gone.
1: (laughs) All the way down to his ankles. He says. His little fifth grade pride was hurt so badly, so embarrassing, but yet again, another story he'll never forget. Like picture it. It's I, his fake birthday party. It's not even his birthday. He's telling everybody and so is apparently the guest of honor telling everybody it's his birthday too.
0: I'll say this, this is a mistletoe warning. Remember in our Christmas episode where we gave mistletoe warnings if there was young what? listeners?
1: Okay, okay. All <laughs> when right. When you
0: said his little fifth grade pride was hurt. That's not what I thought you were going to say. Oh my god. I'll say that much. This is
1: a family <laughs> podcast. <laughs> However, that is a mortifying story. I cannot ima- I mean imagine anything bad happening to you in 5th grade at a birthday party. Then layer it on, it's your kind of birthday party. <laughs> then layer it on, you are I mean it's a bathing suit, guys, so like there's nothing happening underneath. Like that's just it. Now the people invited to not your birthday party have seen this. Can we think of something much more embarrassing than that?
0: That moment lives rent-free in his mind. Like it oh, is Oh, he thinks it about it every morning and night. <laughs> (laughs)
1: There was a there was a post on like one of the my therapist says or something Instagram. It's like, no, I'm 31. Just had a little bit trouble sleeping last night because I thought of something I did in fourth grade that was really (laughs) embarrassing. And I very much related to that. And so unfortunately, just Seltzen.
0: Seltzen is one of the coolest people I know. And so I know that he like came through that scenario looking cool and like fun and like hilarious and stuff. Even if he felt embarrassed, I know people were like, wait, respect. That kid is awesome.
1: But it still is making an impact. Like, as soon as he saw this prompt, he was like, oh, Anything in the summer, he was like,
0: I you. have. It might have been better if the wave had just taken him, honestly. <laughs> <laughs> just taken him under forever. So, so
1: now, did you think... now, I don't know that he's going to listen to that. Maybe we should probably tag him that he's going to be mentioned. I do want to know, did you wish that the wave had just taken you? Or <laughs> did you make use of your life after that fifth grade time? So very similarly to this story, and this one really is so near and dear to me too because again when we talk about this person in general i get very happy but al- also picturing this person embarrassed and how she tells it is just beautiful so we have of course kelly wayland she's been a doctor right rank- uh, she's a doctor rank and sign. she's been a rank and sign of the week her baby has been a rank and sign of the week she is all her baby
0: it. chip chip Uh, has inspired you to name yours carby Barbie.
1: carby exactly so yes kelly is a huge influence over here on ydr and she tells this story it starts off the setting is in on a flight back from vegas which if you listened to our vacation (laughs) episode that is the first sin first strike yeah, and and we mean sin (laughs) okay (laughs) She was on a flight back from Vegas, she says sarcastically, for a nice family vacation with my dad, LOL, I was 17 years old, what did I need in Vegas, but whatever. Saw a bunch of shows and got burnt to a crisp. So keep that in mind. Anywho, she types, I noticed a boy <laughs> from a full team of basketball players on the plane making eyes at me. Now that huh? is bold. <laughs> Kelly is on a plane at 17, burns to a crisp. A boy probably just like turn. I mean, Kelly can get it too, but like turn to Kelly, and she's like, "Oh, he likes (laughs) me." So that's where she's going there. The boy, okay, I had to use the bathroom and went to the back of the plane to use it. Boy was asleep, so when were the eyes?
0: (laughs) (laughs) So he just slept with his (laughs) eyes open. We get it.
1: So he was nodding off to fall asleep, and she thought that he was nodding at her, I guess. She says, whew, dodged a bullet. Remember, my dad is on this flight, so already I'm bright red from embarrassment and burned to a crisp. I come out of the bathroom. Basketball team has woken up. The whole team now, I guess,
0: <laughs> They do it all in unison.
1: The boy says hi to me. Now, Kelly, what do you mean? She says he does a what's up head nod thing towards Kelly, okay? She says, mortified, I basically stammer a hello and almost curtsy because I don't know what to do as I walk back to my seat. There are twelve my age guys basically staring at me. So I run back to my seat where my sisters are laughing hysterically because a little did I know I had tucked my shirt into my
0: underwear. Oh no. And
1: you can see my shirt coming out from under my shorts and my underwear coming up from over my shorts. Well, that is a
0: major to tuck. Be in
1: the bathroom for the rest of the flight. Then, of course, she cannot, like, lose a Villanova call out. The boy ended up being Malik Waynes, by the way, played basketball at Villanova, a.k.a. where I went to college, and he later played in the NBA for a hot second. So I met him again. Think about that. She saw him again on college campus. And you
0: know Kelly told the story. Kelly walked
1: straight up to him and said, like, hi, do you remember me? Underwear tuck in. Like, something like that. And he probably was like, I was never on a flight. I didn't nod at you. That is so good to me because picturing the whole scene of Kelly being bright red, nearly curtsying, this boy, who knows if contact was even made, like, if eye contact, but in Kelly's head, this was the beginning of her summer Romance. We were told in movies. We were told in TV shows. Like you become a different person in the summer. Think about this. This is a Mary Kate and Ashley plot. Like ready to unfold. She's on a vacation. She's on a flight back. They're going to the same like location. Who knows what could have blossomed? People from two different
0: worlds, right? Basketball.
1: The stakes are high, and she comes out tucked into the underwear shorts. Shirt coming out of the bottom of the shirt. That's the best part for me. I can't my head around like, Do what, you... were there shirt tails? Like what?
0: <laughs> she was wearing oh. a coat and tails. <laughs> <laughs> like that is a deep, deep tuck.
1: What a tuck that the shirt was coming out from the bottom. Her curtsying, seeing that, I mean, it's just, it's all too good. I'm glad that she got to see him again and show that she was just a cool Villanova student. But it was really, that's a great moment. Like Seltzins, they came out from it. They came out stronger than before. They build a thick skin.
0: I bet there are so many summer loving stories out there, and maybe we'll have to do a whole episode devoted to that because so a camp funny. fling, a mission trip fling, an oh airplane fling—apparently,
1: Come on! I mean,
0: there's so much gold there. Thank you, Kelly. Thank you, Seltzin. All right, we're gonna move into our last category. We've got some big, big stories here. This is our camp corner. Now, if you've never been to summer camp. Then I don't know. First of all, Kaylin, you've been to summer camp.
1: I've been to summer camp. There was a camp that I went to from like seventh grade to ninth grade in the summers just for like a week. at a So
0: time. you get it. So you get like I camp get it. is such a thing that until you're there, you don't really know what it is. It is like the you
1: become a different. I mean, you. Be, it's like it's not. Oh, Kaylin can't come to the phone right now. Why? Because she's dead. Like at camp, like it's just like, I'm sorry. I'm a different person. I'm the, my truest version of myself.
0: So let's start with a story from Darcy. Um, she writes a story about her being a counselor at camp. And look, oh, I've also been a counselor at many yes. a camp. So I've got stories like that. But um, this one is especially good from Darcy. She says, I have a summer tragedy to share. Oh, no. In college, I spent a summer working as a counselor at a sleepaway camp for middle schoolers. So, right Ooh. then and there, you know. What are they doing? Every day had a jam packed schedule. So, basically, anytime we weren't sleeping, we were helping to lead activities. I taught two formal courses during the day, one of which was chocolate and candy making. Horrible idea. Basket making. <laughs> and yeah, right. What? Basket weaving. A horrible idea on my part as middle schoolers are not known for their abilities to safely boil sugar or clean up hardened marshmallow. (laughs) One time I was assigned to an activity called potato superheroes, where I was handed googly eyes, pipe cleaners, some glue and a literal sack of potatoes. Uh Every day at 2 PM, they would call the kids to assemble on the lawn for announcements by playing cascadas, evacuate the dance floor. I need to read that sentence to you again because that might be my favorite part of the story. <laughs> Every day at 2 p.m., they would call the kids to assemble them on the lawn for announcements by playing cascadas. Evacuate the dance. So
1: imagine floor. that, like you're in vespers, like you're like over doing quiet time, like it's a nap time, and all of a sudden, like what I can only imagine, what you hear is you're Evacuate the dance. Floor that is such a good
0: call she says it was a weird place anyway on the weekends there were nighttime activities one of the biggest one was movie night where we bust the campers to the local cineplex the kids got to rank the movies they wanted to see we love that and we we'd try that. to give every kid at least their first or second choice counselors did not Didn't get to rank happen.
1: okay the okay. options were
0: cars 2 mr popper's <gasps> penguins what? zookeeper Winnie the Pooh and Harry Potter and the Deathly Hallows Part okay, Two. Okay, time
1: out. Let's each give our <laughs> rankings of that. Like, what? Okay, where do you want to... What's What's your list?
0: Here's the thing. Obviously, Harry Potter would be number one, right? But Darcy goes on to say she hadn't seen the film yet, and she didn't oh, want to see the be film.
1: The first. With a group of of middle
0: schoolers. So she she says that's the one she was assigned to. She begged everyone to switch, especially Cars 2, and nobody would switch with her. At the theater, the staff were assigned different positions, and my job was to sit in the seat closest to the exit and keep a clipboard log of every kid who asked to go to the bathroom (laughs) when they left and when they came back. She remembers almost none of the film because she spent the whole time tracking bathroom breaks.
1: That is horrible. That is so horrible. Bad, because it's summer, right? So that's like when that one came out, right? Yes. She did not see it at all. What would be the one you'd want to see the least on that list? Uh, take out the Harry Potter, because I agree. I would I would want to see that the least in that setting. Let's can you remind us of the rest I Mr. Mean, Popper's Penguins? Cars Cars Two, 2. Zookeeper. What's Zookeeper. I bet it's what Kevin James. I'm, I'm gonna, gonna assume it it's <gasps> Mall cop. It's gotta be. That's and gotta be. It. And what's the, the other poo. one? Who? Was Winnie it like the, the, the live like <laughs>
0: Christopher Robin. You're
1: right, Kevin James. Wait, let's think about the rest of this cast. Adam Sandler, it's getting worse. Rosario Dawson, I couldn't possibly. (laughs) Cher?
0: (laughs) Okay, I guess we're going to see Zookeeper.
1: Now, I'm back in on Cher. Now, what role at the zoo could Cher possibly have? That's a little bit confusing. The summer entertainment. Winnie the Pooh movie? No, no, no. I guess I'm picking Zookeeper. Honestly, that's what I would pick. That would be You would, this is like the type of thing that I feel like you would throw a fit over. Well,
0: I have a very similar experience where we were on a mission trip when Harry Potter and the Deathly Hallows Part 2 came out. And I was like, we can leave and go to the midnight showing. Like all of us on Salton Light, our whole ministry team. I was like, we can just leave. You were in charge
1: of the mission trip. Uh, We were
0: loosely in charge. Someone else was technically in charge. Right. I was like, the kids are sleeping at midnight. Let's go. Let's go. And we were told we weren't allowed. I threw the biggest the fit. fit of fits. It was the final chapter of Harry Potter and I couldn't go to the midnight show. The Shelley. whole time that
1: you knew you were going to this mission trip, in your head, you knew you were just leaving that. Yeah, day. I was like, like we can like, go. Oh, That's no totally problem. fine. Like, you were like, I'll see it the night that it comes out. That's great. It's perfect. It's during night. Did you throw a th- Who told you no? The people, like, in charge? The
0: people in charge in charge, yes. And
1: how mad. Like, I can just picture your little brat fit. I and that thought
0: so deeply about sneaking out and going just by myself but the rule follower in me couldn't do it and I had to go at a later date how embarrassing I mean,
1: well would you rather do that or what Darcy had to do
0: I'm um, I'm sorry for Darcy that is worse yeah, she she horrible. takes the cake on tragedy but the best part of that is she she wrote after she said, it's just occurring to me now that evacuate the dance floor is a strange <laughs> choice for bringing all the kids to the arena. Like I was like, that yeah, is, like, what was is one so to funny. two
1: dance time because then that makes sense. If it's two o'clock, they're like, no, evacuate the dance floor. But if not, it's it does seem like the opposite of what you want to
2: happen.
0: OK, so my story, one of my best stories of my entire life comes from summer camp. And we have a lot of good ones that we'll save maybe for a later date that aren't personally mine, but this one is mine. And I tell it at youth group all the time. I've told it in so many youth ministry contexts. I don't know how I spin it to be like about the Lord, but um, (laughs) we were at summer camp. It was the first time that I had ever gone. And I was 16 years old. And I went with a couple friends from like different churches. I like loosely knew them from like some church events, but nobody from my church was really going besides one or two people. And so I was like putting myself out there, right? And so, like you said, you're a different person. I became.
1: Especially Cody Joe. Like, Cody Joe. I don't know what clothes he picked. He packed a lot of button ups. A lot of tie dye. A lot of bucket a lot of cr- hats. Crazy
0: <laughs> stuff. I was like, I'm going to be right. the craziest, funnest person. got to be. Uh huh. That's the because one. Because I don't know these people. So I got to start with humor and maybe they'll like me. So I was just off my rocker the entire week. Well, one night we played late night indoor soccer from like midnight to 2 a.m. or something. And I remember, like, I basically broke my toe, but that's not important. But we're in this gym with shag carpet on the wall. So, like, guys, we're just going crazy, okay? we are
1: going crazy.
0: My team won the soccer tournament. It's 2 a.m. I have so much adrenaline pumping through my body. We all leave the gym, and there's a bunch of girls standing on their balcony of their cabin. And I was like, oh, my gosh, I'm going to do this thing to impress the girls. So I turn around and fake moon all the girls <laughs> thinking that I'm the funniest soccer champion you ever did see. And so I fake moon the girls. And then from the cabin, someone shouts, do it for real. And stop, stop, I mean, Wait,
1: let's take a time out. Let's take a time out. I want you to paint this a little bit better. I can't picture the first. Honestly, here's the first thing that came to my mind. I don't picture you being in the appropriate like attire for a soccer game, especially shoes. Like, I what were you wasn't wearing? in shoes. That's
0: why I broke my toe. I was barefoot, and I had these like cotton camo <laughs> shorts that I would wear all the time. I remember that's what I was in: cotton <laughs> okay, shorts. Okay. Okay. big big t-shirt no you know.
1: shoes just running around no okay so your story is that you fake moon now what do you mean you just you mimed it mimed, mimed like pulling it? down
0: my pants yeah like so i turned around was pulled down nope
1: you just mimed the action mimed of it. Doing that. and everyone is girls. here
0: everybody's here because we all just filed out of the gym i'm serious the whole camp is here and there's a line of girls on like their cow- cabin balcony or whatever and the one said do it for real and it I mean, you catch me in that state. Guys, you could have said. the people what they want. You could have said, kill the person next to you. <laughs> and I would have immediately done it. Like, I would have done anything they asked of me.
1: I just. One. I need more attention I have the attention I've got the people Right where I want them yep. I'm not gonna not Give them what they want
0: So I pull down my pants I moon basically Everyone that's there Also I just think Mooning is actually funny Like to me Butts <laughs> are not a big deal We all have them So I wasn't thinking Like that was inappropriate Right So I'm just like haha, Pull my pants down I, I feel a hand Clamp on no. my arm Okay on, Not on God. my butt Not on my butt <laughs> Clamp down on my elbow And start dragging me away as i'm like shuffling to pull my pants up i look up this man i had never seen before adult man is like not a smart move and started dragging me away <laughs> he took me to a room i had never seen before and sat me down and i was like what's happening i guess this man is like just the punisher like he comes out he appears <laughs> you're 16 when,
1: like, just so we're like correct oh right? like, you're wait wait solidly i nice
0: just cool. remembered i just remembered I was, this was my second year at the camp. I had just turned 18. <laughs> oh, One no. Eight. He sits you me down. You be in jail. Uh, he sits <sighs> me down, and then the camp director comes out, who I really loved, and he just goes, Cody, what did you do? And I was oh like, my I gosh, don't know. Were you I don't icy? Know.
1: I w- like, my blood would have been icy I was inside. Like, I'm, I'm just, so scared. I'm so
0: sorry. And he was like, you're 18 years old, <gasps> and you just exposed yourself to minors. I was like, Like, I... I started freaking out And like little good church boy Cody came back I was like oh my gosh I'm so sorry Like I always follow the rules I don't know what I did You're
1: putting more clothes on than ever Give me a coat Give me a hat Give me something So your life could have gone very different could have been in a worse mood You Very differently And
0: I almost truly almost got kicked out of church camp And at oh, that time I was already planning to go to Messiah To become a pastor And goodness. almost got kicked out of in church months, camp. In mere
1: months Yes
0: probably. And he was like we really should kick you out, yes, to set an example, We really but should call the police. He's like, I know you're just dumb, and that was just like an idiotic decision. So, we're gonna, like, I had to apologize to the like, whole camp, it was a yes. whole thing. Do
1: you feel like this really gives you some grace when dealing with your idiot high schooler sometimes? It does. When it's like, okay, you were
0: acting out of adrenaline, stupidity, teenage hormones, whatever. I almost went to
1: jail. You could tell the story. Like, I almost found myself behind bars for a similar thing. So
0: that's my my summer camp story. I love it. I I, still from time to time think that mooning would be funny, and then I have to remember it's not. not.
1: You have to be reminded of the Punisher.
0: So let's finish out with the best story that we received. This is a... I'm going to use the term summer camp in air quotes like very loosely. This is a summer camp story from Jewel Copa. She sent in an audio clip that is about six minutes long. So it's long, but it is so funny. And... Caitlin, I'm just going to give you permission. At any time during this clip, you want to, like, pause it and interject something. You just give me the little, like, timeout sign, and I'll pause, and we can discuss. Because there may be moments you're like, what's going on here, okay? Okay. So this is Jewel Coppa and her story of summer.
2: Okay, this is the pilgrim camp story. So... Famously, I was homeschooled from kindergarten through eighth grade. um, And during that time, literally my only dream was to go to real school with normal people and to be a cool, normal person who fit in. So after eighth grade graduation, I was going to go to public high school. And so I had made this plan that like the summer after my eighth grade graduation from homeschool, I was going to like become normal, you know, like I was going to catch up. On the years of pop culture that I had missed, I was going to buy new outfits, I was going to have people sort of train me on how to socialize, like, it was a whole plan so that by the time I started school, I could actually, like, have friends. So, um, I graduated from 8th grade, and my friend Kathy reaches out to me, and she's like, hey, um, my grandparents want to give us an 8th grade graduation present, and I was like, okay, amazing, and she was like, they're sending us to a camp, and I was like, okay... And she was like, listen, like, don't panic, but it's a camp, um, basically it's in this, like, restored colonial village, and we have to live like we're actual authentic pilgrims for, like, roughly two weeks. Um, and I was like, Kathy, um, I'm so sorry. Like, this actually goes completely against my plan of becoming normal this summer. And she's like, okay, well, your mom already said yes, and my parents said yes, and, like, we have to go. So the next thing I know, I'm showing up at Old Sturbridge Village in Massachusetts, um, at this, like, intake room where I'm handed a hanger with, like, a puffy dress with an apron and a bonnet. And the woman hands it to me, and she's like, your name's Abigail now. Um, Your father is the blacksmith. Like, he's very important to our village. And I am wide-eyed looking for Kathy. Kathy's name got changed to Rebecca. Her dad was, like, the parson, which automatically made her think she was better than me. Um, And so, so begins two weeks of my life where I have to live as if my name is Abigail and I'm a pilgrim. And every day we would be given these tasks... Around the village. Like, um, there was one day that I wove an entire basket from scratch, and I thought that I would get to actually keep this basket that I wove, but it turns out that they kept it and they would sell the stuff we made in the gift shop. So, we were basically like child labor, but they couldn't actually hire kids to work in their village, so they had this camp. Um, and the whole time we'd be doing the activities, people would walk through the camp. And take photos of us doing whatever we were doing. And so, like, there would be parents like, Sweetie, look, come see this girl who's, like, working in the carpenter shop. And I'd be, like, sweating in my bonnet, like, My name isn't Abigail. I came here against my will. Like, it was actually crazy. So, um, this all sort of culminated into a climactic moment when, um, so, well, every day we had to bring our lunches in, like, these tin buckets, um, And they told us that we had to only bring lunches that they would have had in colonial times. um, Which is basically like, what, like an apple and a block of cheese? Like, um, so I was so sick of bringing my colonial lunch in this bucket. And I was also so sick of being exploited um, for my basket making skills. And so there was one night, Kathy and I were packing our lunch where I was like, listen, like, we're bringing granola bars tomorrow. And you know what? Like, I'm bringing enough for all the campers um and so i show up the next morning with my apron pockets like truly bulging with like chewy granola bars and i was like "Today's the day we take our freedom back um and so we all sit down for lunch with our buckets and of course like the like camp counselor overseer people are like watching us like a hawk but at one moment like our our counselor person whose name was martha um kind of was looking away, and so I was like, you guys, like, I brought granola bars, and I brought enough for everybody, so I'm, like, sliding them around in the grass to all the campers, who are truly looking shocked, like, there was this one kid named Eustace, who was, like, totally, like, one of, you know, like, just, like, into the camp in a big way, and he really loved it, and he was like, I will not be party to this, and, like, stormed away, and we were all like, okay. Uh, also, looking back, I don't think Eustace was his real name, um, anyway, so... I'm sliding the last granola bar to the last, like, absolutely terrified camper, and suddenly Martha turns and sees what I'm doing, like, the sunlight glints off of the granola bar wrapper, and next thing I know, she is storming over to me, literally grabbing me by my apron, and she's like, Abigail, you have compromised the integrity of this entire village, and like, I... For the rest of the day, I got separated from all the rest of the campers, and I got sent into the far field with Nathaniel, who was, like, the town mute, who was, like, seven feet tall in overalls, and basically, I had to kind of, like, hoe this muddy field for an entire day, and by the end of that day, um, they truly broke me. Like, by the time I got back to the village, I was, like, I saw Kathy, I was, like, good evening, Rebecca. Like, I was, like, so obedient for the whole rest of the camp, um... And then finally, like, we got to leave, I got to go home, I did my best to, like, spend the rest of my summer becoming normal, but obviously I had been majorly set back by this experience, and I'll never forget on my first day of school, I was finally at public high school, the first class of the day, our teacher was like, okay, um, I want everyone to come up and give, like, a little two-minute spiel about, uh, what's, like, the weirdest thing you did this summer. And next thing I know, I'm having, like, a breakdown in front of my entire class on my first day of school. Like, okay, you guys, you caught me. Like, I've never been to school in my entire life. And, yeah, I spent, like, a solid two weeks this summer living in a restored colonial village as a pilgrim named Abigail. Um, And so that really started me off on a good foot in public school. Anyway, okay, that's my story. Bye.
0: Oh, (laughs) my.
2: We are both in tears.
1: (laughs) If you guys are wondering, like, should I watch The Handmaid's Tale? <laughs> so
0: I think if you like that, story. <laughs> if you like that story, you will love <laughs> yes. The Handmaid's Tale. Okay, on Hulu.
1: La- like oh sentences that really stood out to me. The yes. first thing that made me laugh really, really hard was when the girl offered the camp, and Jules said, "Actually, I can't.
0: <laughs> that goes in complete opposition to my goal for the summer. <laughs> I'm
1: trying something.
0: Else. I'm trying to be normal. Please no." Oh.
1: Okay, my second thing that really hit me, we talked about Colonial Williamsburg and Gettysburg. Is this what's happening? Are these workers that are supposed to be there? Or are these just kids' slaves that are being taught to be called Abigail and Eustace?
0: Eustace. We need to figure out if Eustace was his real name. Oh, my When she said gosh. the town Nathaniel the town mute, who was seven she had to go hoe the field.
1: This sounds unbelievable. The fact that she was like submitted into she said like, okay, hi, Martha.
0: (laughs) And if you think that this also sounds unbelievable, we will put up after this episode airs, we will put up pictures from Jewel's experience at Pilgrim Camp that she sent us. This is 100 percent real. Jewel is the best storyteller I know and honestly should probably replace us as the podcast host. Please do. But this absolutely did happen and it is the funniest summer story, not just oh that we received gosh. that I've ever heard.
1: That is such a good one. I want to look up this place. She was in the Salem Whip Rich Trials. <laughs> it sounds like she was in Massachusetts. Keep in mind. I want to look this up. We
0: grew up in near Philadelphia, so oh, she, got she was shipped. away from home. She like, got She was shipped.
1: away from home. That is so so good. I am very grateful to her for that story.
0: That was our conversation on summer camp stories. Thank you to those of you that submitted stories. We love hearing from you because y'all are funny and have experiences that we don't have. We are going to be taking our summer break, but please, please stay in touch with us. Follow us on social media at yo Dats rank, both on Facebook and on Instagram. And I beg of you to go to Patreon and to sign up. It is like the cheapest thing in the whole wide world. And you get to laugh. Like we just laughed at, I- A lot of different things. We share hilarious stories. We get a little bit uh, more personal, a little bit more mistletoe, if you know what I'm saying. And uh, we have an amazing time on there. You guys have been awesome listeners for this season. Check back in the fall when we have an eight-month pregnant, Kaylin. Mm-hmm.
1: It's the oh, perfect time to get right back into it. Yeah, it's the right, perfect really, time. Our timing is—I'm like now. I don't have school anymore, so I'm going to take a quick break. Like I just want to do nothing for a little bit, and I'll be back from the hospital, I guess. <laughs> so that'll be perfect timing.
0: Brian will have to edit out not only like sniffles and pound, but like a full-on just baby crying the entire.
1: Yeah, time. no, it'll be it'll be something. Something we'll figure that out as we go.
0: If you want to know what we are naming Kaylin's baby, that is also an episode on Patreon <laughs> and. We collectively, all the Dr. Rankensteins decided <laughs> together it is legally binding. Um, so that episode is always over there, too. Thank you guys for listening, for ranking. It has been an amazing seven, eight, nine months. Woo! And we will see you next time.
1: Bye.